0: You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com.
1: Be sure to always appreciate greatness, whether it's Shohei, Giannis, Mahomes, or Joey Chestnut. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Stefan Diggs doesn't have the answers.
0: That can drive, drive you crazy. Think think pre-internet. Those of you that are old enough to do that. When, when you had a question and you just didn't, you just never got the answer. When you couldn't just bring out your phone and Google it how much did that ruin your day somebody said something like you know who um, wait who caught the touchdown it was uh 3 years ago it was the the tech uva game uh who caught it and you just you asked everybody around you and if nobody knew you just didn't know and the rest of the, the rest of the day ruined right now imagine if it's not just some trivial thing like that imagine if it is if it is everything you've worked for your entire life and you just don't have the answer that's where stephon diggs is right now stephon diggs was on the shop right which is uh the the maverick carter lebron james everybody sits in the barber shop and they talk uh it's more entertaining than that but it i mean kind of Right. It, that also is just people sitting around and talking. Uh, they were on the shop and, and Stefan Diggs was asked about the, the Bills lack of playoff success and, and really about not winning Super Bowls
1: it doesn't make sense like i will wreck my brain with this shit at this point because my first year i got there we went to the afc championship so if you really look at the grand scheme things like minnesota sent me to buffalo not it, not to have a, the career that i've been having no so for me uh i felt like they sent me there for like you know what i'm saying for shit not to go well in my opinion to die basically yeah it's in my opinion but, yeah, your career you know what i'm saying things end up going we went to the afc championship the next year we lose by what 13 seconds Who you you lose, gonna lose to in the first AFC championship KC. KC. And what are you missing to get over the hump in your, are you missing anything? Is it execution? Like, what do you I think? think it's more execution than anything. There's small little pieces on why shit's not going right. And I'm like this, you can wreck your brain. Like we got the players. We got the plays. Why shit ain't coming together. And I'm like, that's when you draw so much questioning.
0: You don't have the answers Stefan. And to be honest with you, I don't know if there's like an answer. There are things that Buffalo can do better, and I've been screaming a few of them, right? They need to improve their running game. They need to become a better cold-weather team. They need to get a little bit more comfortable in big games. Those little things. But in the big scheme of things, don't kill yourself over it, Stefan. You just have to keep the faith. How many teams do we see be in Super Bowl contention for five, six, seven, eight years, and then win their first title. I don't think it really happens that often. But if you win a Super Bowl, then you can stay in contention for five, six, seven, eight years after that, whether you're winning or not. Part of it is because you just don't kill yourself over it. You just don't rock your brain over it. You you need to understand something. And I was actually just having a very similar conversation like this uh, with, with my dad you need to recognize that there are probably six or seven teams each year that have a realistic shot of winning the Super Bowl. And and what you can do as a player, what you can do as a coach, what you can do is just for as many years as you possibly can, get yourself into that group of six or seven that can win that Super Bowl that year. And then, yes, like part of it is your control, right? The plays you make, the, the game plans you come up with. But part of it is also... Just going to be the breaks, right? It's very, very rare, not very, very rare, but it's it doesn't happen every time that the best team in the league wins the Super Bowl. Sometimes the best team in the league gets a little bad luck. Sometimes a team gets hot. That is maybe the third best team in the league or the fifth best team in the league. And they just they, they catch a heater. Like all you can do is get yourself to the best chance you have to win and then let the cards fall where they may, right? The The, the way I think about it is this, especially because it's a sim- single elimination tournament, right? The NFL playoffs are, I mean, they're March madness, right? Upsets happen. The thing, like, imagine if there was a like a, a foot race. We're talking like elementary school, field day. Remember field day? Sack races, three-legged races, all that kind of stuff. Imagine if there was just a straight-up race, and then once you got there, whoever, like, everyone in the class races, okay? 30, 30 people in the class. Whoever get the first six gets to reach into a, bu- uh, a, a bag and pull out, like, draw straws. That's the word I'm looking for. Draw straws. And there's one winner. Guess what? You could be in the top six every single time, and then just never win because you keep pulling the wrong straw. That doesn't mean you're doing something wrong in the race, right? That doesn't mean the next time you're like, oh, I need to to run backwards when I run the race this time. It's like, no, you did everything you could possibly do. The brakes didn't fall your way. To be completely honest, the Buffalo Bills very, very easily could have won a title the year that they got beat by 13 seconds of Kansas City Chiefs like they 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 that's just a break that's not going your way that's just drawing straws and coming up with the short straw man well guess what the next year go be one of those six that that gets to try again go be one of those six that gets to try again all you can do is put yourself in position and then you need some things to break your way so the bills right now yes Improve their running game. If you can get Derrick Henry, I think that helps a bunch. They need to be a little bit more comfortable in big games. I'm I'm still not 100% confident in Josh Allen when he's running with a game on the line because I think he gets a little skittish, a little crazy eyes. Like those things can still be smoothed out. But don't feel like you need to change or do something new just because every offseason you're racking your brain going, why didn't it work? stay in that window as long as you possibly can it's it's like to me the 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 most control you can have is be one of the top 6 or 7 teams in the NFL for a decade straight if you do that you've done your part then you you need to yes make a clutch play like i'm not saying you don't control anything once you get there but i'm saying there is a lot you don't control once you get there like you look at the the Peyton Manning Colts, they won one Super Bowl. You look at the uh Breeze Saints, they won one Super Bowl. Now think of all the little it'sy bitsy things that if they would have broken another way, they might have three. Both of those groups. Right? But it's it, all the, all they could do was get there, right? All the, the Saints could do with Breeze was get there, and then there was the worst pass interference call any of us have ever seen. All they could do was get there and let that call be a thing. All the Saints could do was, was get there and try to tackle, ironically, Stephon Diggs on the miracle in Minneapolis. Those things didn't break their way, and so instead Drew Brees has a Super Bowl instead of a couple or three or four. Like, I, I, I kind of love that Stefan Diggs is going like, I don't know. I racked my brain. I can't figure it out. It's like, well, probably because you guys are doing what you need to do. If, like, think about that. 13 seconds. If if Travis Kelsey screamed, remember, the, like the, it was like a, uh, became like a myth or a legend. Travis Kelsey was going, Pat, I'm going to do it. Pat, I'm going to do it. And then he ran a route straight down the seam and Pat found him. Imagine if Patrick didn't hear him. If he's going, Pat, yeah, Pat, I'm gonna do it. And 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 Patrick was was looking to his right. Didn't hear him. Bills might have a Super Bowl. And then Stefan Diggs isn't sitting here going, I'm racking my brain. He would have done nothing different. He'd be sitting there going, Yeah, it was I mean, it was good. We got one, I want to get more. And it would be the, the shop would be all giggles and laughs. It's an it's an off season thing, and football is brutal because you remember every play right? Baseball, it, like it, there's too much, right? You remember like months. Oh, I had a good month in August. I had a bad month in June and baseball. It's like that one or in football, it's like that one drive. My, my wife kind of like probably thinks I'm a weirdo. Cause I can remember every play from like my entire career, which sounds impressive until you recognize I like in my entire career, like high school and college, I played as much as a minor league baseball player plays in like Four weeks, right? It's it's. There's just so much less of it, and we take 45 seconds in between every play to like lodge it into your brain because it's football. We huddle up, like it's 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 a different beast. Stephon Diggs, I guarantee you, was running through every playoff play that the Buffalo Bills have had in the last four years, and when he's going, I can't find it. I can't find the secret. I can't find the trick. It's going. There is no secret. There is no trick. You needed to get lucky. You needed Patrick Mahomes to not hear Travis Kelsey. You needed Andy Reid to stutter making a play call. Like, that's it. That's all you needed. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto, Sports Radio, 94.1. I promise giveaways. Uh, Aaron Lewis, 2023 Acoustic Tour. It's coming up Saturday, March 18th. So a week from tomorrow to Chartway Arena. pair of tickets to see Aaron Lewis. Caller number four at 757 687 9494. That's 757 687 9494. Caller number four is the winner. Jimmy G, the man of a million nicknames. I looked up all the nicknames. I'm giving him a new one. So we read all of the nicknames that Jimmy G has been given and we assign a new one coming up next. Stick around.
1: 60 feet, 6 inches. 100 yards or 500 miles no matter the distance, travel it with us on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 Coming back from
0: his injury along with McCaffrey, it lets him utilize Debo the way that he wants.
1: Third down and five Garoppolo pulls it down, end zone what a throw and catch, touchdown IU
0: Jimmy G James Garoppolo Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. What about Jimmy? Why is no one talking about Jimmy? By the way, everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Everyone's talking about Derek Carr, who's on the Saints. Everyone's talking about the rookies. Why isn't anyone talking about Jimmy? I'll tell you why in a second, and we'll talk nicknames in a second. Uh, But first, uh, Mark Murphy, who's the Packers president, was talking with ABC Green Bay, and he... Said in part, very few players play for only one team. Obviously, Brett had a good career. Aaron had a good career here. Close quote. Had. Had is the key word. Had, not has, not is having, had. Again, could just be a slip of the tongue. I mess up tenses right? Everybody does. But uh, seems telling. And again, that from Adriana Torres of ABC Green Bay, WBA, WBAY Sports. Let's give proper accreditation. Uh, let's get back to Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo has a lot of nicknames. I have a new one for him. But before I give you his new nickname, uh, let me hear what you got. I this fun for a Friday. What's the best nickname for Jimmy G? You can come up with your own or used one you have heard before. Jimmy Garoppolo nicknames. I Googled it. I looked at three articles. All of these are from one of the three articles, okay? None of them did I create on my own. All of these I found online. Some of the nicknames for James Garoppolo I found online. Jimmy. Jimmy G. I think you saw those two coming. Jimmy GQ. Prince Aladdin. Great Garoppolo, all of those are from Pro Football Reference. It's like a stats page, only they, Prince Aladdin? I, I, never mind. Uh, Gucci Garopp, I'm assuming that's from the younger generation. Himi uh, Garoppolo, that one's from one of his teammates, actually. There's also Hemi Guap. There's also Jimmy G Money. There's also, I, I practiced saying this one prior to going on air and i uh i know i'm not going to get it right garapocalypse sounds right i think i hit that garapocalypse Garoppopoco- mm. i should have stopped. Right stopped i should have stopped i should have stopped but it's it like it's gara but it's that's not it's garapolo so it should be garapocalypse garapocalypse eh. jimmy jawline that's okay thank you jimmy jawline is is one of the nicknames we got on the on the text line, Jimmy G string. I think that's just a play on words. That's that that why there's no reason for that. Unless you know something I don't know about Jimmy. Uh here's my nickname for Jimmy. If you if you can come up with a better one than this, feel free to text him in 757 687 9494. Jimmy Safety School Garoppolo. You know why I call him safety school? Because every team that needs a quarterback seems to have a different number one target. But all of them have Jimmy G as a fallback. He's the safety school. The Jets and Raiders want Rodgers, but if they don't get Rodgers, they could settle for Jimmy G. The Texans, Panthers, and Colts, they want a stud rookie, but they still might want Jimmy G. The Falcons should want Lamar, but they could settle for Jimmy G. He's the safety school for everyone. 757 tampering, Jimmy? Does he tamper? Oh, because why players can't tamper, right? I don't think so. If they do, it's never been enforced. Like Sauce Gardner would be in a whole bunch of trouble. He's talking about everybody under under contract by other teams. Um, My point, or actually, oh, I know why. I know why because people are calling this Bobby Slowick audio, which we actually have. He is the offensive coordinator for the Texans, and he was talking about quarterbacks and mentioned Jimmy. We have a process and everything we go through, and that's
2: roster construction as far as free agency, as far as guys we already have here, as far as the draft, just everything together. We have a process we go through. Jimmy, obviously, is part of that process. He's going to be a
0: a free agent. So he mentioned Jimmy, and he's not allowed to do that. And everyone's, oh, tampering. All he did was mention. I don't think Jimmy's making decisions based on that press conference. But does it, like, seriously, doesn't it feel like Every, every team has a plan at quarterback, but all of them feel comfortable enough that if their plan doesn't work out, they can fall back on Jimmy G. It's, it's Again, it feels like a safety school. Like, I, I want to go Ivy League, but if not, I'm going to School X. Oh, I want to go to the big state school where I can uh, take in the full experience, but if I don't get in, I'm going to go to School X. Um, I want to go cross-country to an acting school, but if I don't get in, I'm going to go to School X. Like, everybody that doesn't get into their unique individual first choice is going to end up at School X. School X is Jimmy G. And there's some value in that. He just needs to be patient. Jimmy G, a.k.a. Hemi Guap, a.k.a. Safety School, a.k.a. Garapocalypse. He just needs to chill and wait until the musical chairs start filling up and then wait for the teams that are panicking. And then they're all going to be panicking going, all right, we need to go to, we need to go to Jimmy G. We need to go to Jimmy Jawline or the great Garoppolo. God, some of these nicknames are so bad. Um, As an NFL team, when you start to panic, that's when you start to pay more than you should. And as a player, you want to interact with the teams when they're trying to pay more than they should. It just needs to be a weight thing. It needs to, meaning, not weight like how heavy you are, like a W A I T. He just needs to wait around, sit tight. Safety G. Safety school, safety G. Hmm, I like safety school. But keep them coming. Keep spitballing. We're seeing some – there's actually a decent amount on the text line that we can't say on radio. Um, You guys, get your minds out of the gutter. Uh, But here's the other side of that, right? It's an opportunity for Jimmy G. As an NFL team, I would hate to have to go to my safety quarterback. I would hate to have to go to my fallback. Right? You're going to – like your entire success of the season is hitched to your quarterback – And you're just going to, we we can always fall back on da da da. No, I I would, I think just the the knowledge of a safety school existing would make me want to go extra hard to get my number one option. Right? Like the Jets and Raiders want Rodgers. That seems to be everything that we're hearing, right? And any hesitancy on Rodgers' part to okay everything going on with the Jets is because Devontae Adams is in his ear about the Raiders. If I'm either of those teams, I'm going, wait a second. So one of us is going to get Aaron Rodgers and the other is going to join the pool that are falling back on Jimmy G? I'm going to do everything it takes to get Rodgers. And if the Texans, Panthers, Colts all want quarterbacks that are ready to start now in the in the draft, and you feel only Bryce Young and and C.J. Stroud are ready to start now because the other two kind of the big four or more projects. There's three teams. There's two quarterbacks that are ready to start now, and the third is going to be in the mix for your fallback. I'm going to get one of those two. And I, the Falcons, I don't know. They're out on Lamar. They should be in on Lamar. But if they're out on Lamar... You better have a plan that's not a fallback. You better be out on Lamar because you have a number one option somewhere else that's still available. Cause fallbacks are not something I'm interested in. Especially because I assume you're talking to like your boss. Like if you're a GM, I assume you're talking to your owner about quarterbacks and you're saying we want this guy, we might get this guy, we might, and then we'll fall back on Jimmy. That way, even if you you do fall back and get Jimmy Garoppolo, if he plays great, your owner's going to be like, well, you didn't know what you were talking about. You didn't even want him. You're not even getting credit for the pick. Your owner's going to, we're going to get a GM that would have wanted Jimmy as a number one. Darned if you do, darned if you don't. Jimmy G money. Jimmy GQ. Prince, Prince Aladdin, where does that even come from? No idea. It was on again. It was on Pro Pro uh, Pro Football Reference. Jimmy Geronimo for desperate teams jumping in. That's pretty good. Again, so many we can't read on air. Get your mind. I know it's a Friday. It's after five. Some of you are probably having a good time. But those nicknames, come on. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio ninety four point one. Oh goodness. Again, again.
2: Everybody, stay calm. Stay. F-
0: That's at least four. We can't read on air that are, and a couple of them come in different variations. You guys and ladies. (laughs) All right. Get Hurt Garoppolo. Eh. Jimmy Plan B. Jimmy Part Time. Jimmy the Bridesmaid. Again. Get your minds out of the gutter. Let's talk Vikings. The Vikings are moving on from all their veterans, or they're not moving on from all their veterans, or they're rebuilding, or they're all in. The most confused team in the NFL, the Minnesota Vikings, coming up.
1: Sports are life, but we don't take life too seriously around here. That just wouldn't be our style. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Well, 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 well. Breaking news of the
0: highest order. This is a, I mean, it's after 5 30 on a Friday, and the Panthers decide to slide in and take the number one pick. The Bears have traded the number one pick in the upcoming NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers, who were all the way back at pick number nine.
1: Hey, yeah
0: which means the Panthers have skipped over the Raiders. They've skipped over the Colts. They've skipped over the Texans. They've skipped over all of them to get their quarterback of choice, and all they had to give up was a ton. The Bears will receive uh, a number one, or sorry, the number nine pick, the first rounder from this year, number nine overall, uh, second rounder this year, a first next year, a second two years from now, and... DJ Moore, who on the open market as a wide receiver is probably worth a first rounder. So you can throw another one in there. Carolina will receive in return for that the number nine pick, a second round pick, a first in 2024, a second in 2025, and DJ Moore, the number one overall pick, a single pick. First of all, Houston should very be very mad at themselves. That first overall pick could have been theirs if they just lost and then they could have gotten a haul like that or taken their quarterback of the future. Instead, they got jumped over by the Panthers. This is fascinating for a few reasons. One, the Bears not only get all of the picks, they get a number 1 like a legitimate number 1 wide receiver for Justin Fields and DJ Moore. DJ Moore is a very good and he's also not on a record-breaking contract, but he is extended. So he's he's making money, but not so much that it'll cripple your franchise from a, calorie, a salary cap standpoint. They also have a bunch of picks that they will be able to use to continue to make that roster better around Justin Fields. Justin Fields is the big winner in this deal. Because even if you are the player that goes to Carolina number one overall now, Bryce Young, I would assume, guess what, now you're going to Carolina, you don't have your number one wide receiver. And the the underlying factor in all of this, you know how I keep talking about the commanders with their, their new owner, hopefully one day, and I say that the ownership actually impacts things on the field? Since the Carolina Panthers were purchased by David Tepper, they have very, very much taken on his image, meaning they start acting the way that he wants them to act. He is not somebody that waits around. He is a multi, 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 multi multi-billionaire. He is a ruthless businessman. I've told this story before. I'll tell it again very quickly. Uh, He was at one of the big firms in New York, David Tepper, owner of the Panthers. He was at one of the big firms in New York, investment hedge fund stuff, right? Finance firms. And he wanted to be a partner, right? And that's big time, big money. You want to make partner. And he felt there was someone, a person, we'll call him, John. And John, Tepper felt was preventing him. He was one of the partners, preventing him from making partner, right? Everybody else was on board. John was saying no. So Tepper went and started his own firm, Appaloosa Management, made billions and billions and billions of dollars, became more rich than anyone on that board. And when John had a divorce and his wife got the house in the Hamptons, that John, right, this guy that kept him off the board, had designed custom. We're talking the 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 finishes were his choice, the flooring his choice. The the layout was designed to showcase the pieces of art that he chose. The everything was John's custom perfect home. When John's ex-wife got it in the divorce, Tepper spent 45 million dollars. To buy the house from the ex-wife, do you know what he did? He knocked it down, and he left the vacant lot. Didn't knocked it down not because he wanted to build, not because he wanted to live there, not because he wanted a house in the Hamptons. A little petty, again. This is like stuff of legend, right? It's it's it's, but there are articles about that. I've read them, so their reporting has been done. But that's pretty darn ruthless. So then you you go to. Fast forward to him buying the, the Panthers. Well, guess what? He wanted the quarterback. So they traded for Sam Darnold. Didn't work out. He wanted the quarterback. So they traded for Baker Mayfield. Didn't work out. He wanted the quarterback. So they just traded for the number one overall pick. This is a guy that does not take no for an answer. He wanted Frank Reich, brought him in as a coach. He wanted the best assistant coaches. They they David Caldwell uh, is, is a guy who said he will not take a job that's not a head coaching job. He is a senior assistant for the Carolina Panthers. I can only imagine there was some money that motivated him. Like like this team has taken upon David Tepper's whole vibe. And that whole vibe is you better get it done. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you have to be bold, if you have to make qu- – aggressive decisions you go ahead and do it and that's how the Carolina Panthers ended up with the number 1 overall pick
2: and he must believe that one of these quarterbacks coming out of this draft is better than Caleb Williams next year because you have to imagine like the quarterback has to work out and I understand they're they they want to get things done now but Frank Reich must believe that one of these quarterbacks this year is going to be much better than waiting a year for Caleb Williams is going to be worth it
0: very true very true This, I mean, but also, again, I think that's Tepper. I think Tepper, they they might have said, Caleb Williams can be better next year. And he's going, I don't want to wait for next year. Go get the number one overall pick. And if you can't win with the number one overall pick, get out of here. I'll find someone that will. We had to give up DJ Moore. I don't know if we, if you do what you like, it's, it's a very like blunt force object strategy, right? They're, they're not knocking on doors they're knocking down doors and and uh, just my like my gut instinct when I saw the compensation was that was a lot that is a lot and I think DJ Moore is the thing that makes it a lot right you're, you're giving up proven entities now for a player that that there's no guarantee it's going to work out Obviously, you have your scouts and you're confident it's going to work out, but you're giving up someone that you know is an above-average NFL number one wide receiver. Those don't grow on trees either. And then on top of that, two firsts, two seconds, that's I'm, that's just it's a lot. Who's this quarterback going to throw to, Tim? I, well, the thing is they do have a few extra picks from the CMC trade, so they're going to have to draft someone or – I mean, are you thinking uh, DeAndre Hopkins? Are you thinking Odell Beckham Jr.? Are you thinking Adam Thielen was just released today? Are you thinking Jacoby Myers, Alan Lazard? There's there's other ways to go with it, um, especially because rookie contract quarterback. Your quarterback's not going to cost a lot for the next four years. So if you're going to spend, spend now. And I can only, I mean, Frank Reich, to whom much is given, much is expected, right? Frank Reich has, uh, over the last five years, had five different starting quarterbacks. He comes in right here. He's going to have the number one overall pick. Guess what? You're, he, that guy's not going anywhere. If if, if something wrong happens, they're not going to move on from the quarterback. They're going to move on from everybody. But once you draft him with the number one overall pick. Bryce Young, how do you think he'll look in teal? Would you call that teal? It's like a coral no coral is pink thinking aqua aqua there we go now Aqua's more aqua Aqua's like the jags i think it's a teal i'm going with a teal either way uh bryce young i assume would be the guy but that even that right I, I mean now i have all the thoughts coming through my head uh even that would be a departure from what frank reich usually does at quarterback
2: what do you mean i mean cam newton's available he's still in the open market
0: cam newton I, he'd be a great great backup uh If you look at what Frank Reich has done at quarterback recently, uh, it was Luck, it was Brissett, it was Rivers, it was Wentz, it was Ryan. Those are all 6'3 plus, 230 plus, very traditional quarterbacks. To go to 5'10 and an eighth, 195 pounds probably once the water weight gets brought up for Bryce Young, that would be a little different. C.J. Stroud, meanwhile... Six three two fifteen probably could put on a little bit. Maybe they... Eh, maybe? I mean, if he has a type, his type is not Bryce Young. But also, David Tepper might say, I don't care what your 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 type is. I run the ship here. Give me the guy from Alabama. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. If you're just tuning in, the Bears traded the number one overall pick in the upcoming draft to the Carolina Panthers for pick number nine overall... Uh, Second round pick, first rounder in 2024, second rounder in 2025, and DJ Moore. Something tells me uh, the chaos of this draft is just getting started. Stick around, Tim Donnelly Show. Get your text in now, your reactions to this, 757 687 9494, because we're going to read some of your texts and ask, does that do anything for you? Coming up next.
1: all day you've been texting the tim donnelly show at 757-687-9494 now it's time to read those texts and ask
2: does that do anything for you on priority auto sports radio 94.1 that's right does that do anything for you brought to you by newport news shipbuilding a division of hii and tim there's a lot of hate on bryce young just now on the text line a lot of people thinking bryce young isn't the number one overall pick your reactions to the overwhelmingly i don't know if it's hate but it's just dislike of bryce young being number one why
0: i I, i'm fine with with differing matter of fact in in a lot of ways i do think someone like cj stroud could pass bryce young for the number one overall pick i just i just want reasons why right like don't just say it if you refuse to draft someone number one overall because they're 510 that's fine. That's fine. Like we're this one. This one texter from the seven five seven. Everybody thinks Bryce Young is this big star. He's not. My bulldog showed him he's not as good as everybody thinks he is. Bulldogs. I went to Georgia. I went and looked it up. Uh, in a single game against Georgia, he threw for four hundred and twenty-one yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Ran for another forty yards and another inters- uh, another touchdown. The texter responded, "Ha ha ha, Tim." you ought to know better that's one game he isn't that good well then i would have to say when did georgia show that he wasn't good because they only played each other one other game so if one game isn't enough then georgia did not show that he isn't enough like my point is bryce young played in a very very difficult conference i'm giving georgia credit they also play in a very very difficult conference Bryce Young lit that conference up. What? Just, just why? That's that's what. It, Carolina traded up for the number one overall pick. You may say it's ridiculous for them to take Bryce Young. Fine. Why is it ridiculous? That's my response.
2: Tim Donovan, the seven five seven, says, uh, "How about Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and OBJ? Does that do anything for you?"
0: Yeah, I mean, Tua
2: would would put
0: up some numbers in the games that he could stay healthy. Um, I also saw that like, uh, they, uh, re-signed Salvin Ahmed, I think they need to get the running game going a little bit, right? I, I I want that offense to have something a little bit less pressure on Tua, right? Let him hand the ball off a couple times a game. Let him hand the ball off a bunch of game and then deep shots to deep balls downfield to those guys. But, um, but yeah, I mean, OBJ, OB, I said this last off season or last season, wasn't even the off season. If OBJ is right, he's an addition to every team. Now that he's shown he doesn't have to be the number one wide receiver like he did with the Rams, every team wants that guy. Or they should. For the the right price. For the right price.
2: From the 7-2-4, we talked a lot about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and and Sauce Gardner's pitch to Aaron Rodgers. Never underestimate the ability of the Jets to mess things up. I hear you. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not a Jets fan, which is
0: why I'm comfortable saying, like, if this happens and if this happens... Watch out for the Jets because Jets fans have, I mean, they've been there so many times before they decided not to walk down that road again. That's fine. I'm also a Mets fan, right? We've spent, like, I, I feel some some uh, bit of kinship with the Jets being a Mets fan. The, the Mets have spent a bajillion dollars on a bunch of very good players. My brain is still going like, oh, I, we're going to mess this up. Just wait. So, i, I you know—I I, I know, I know what you're going through, Jets fans. I don't I'll fault you for that at all.
2: Tim, we, we uh, talked a lot about Monday headlines, the the, the plumbers and the firemen <laughs> and Shohei Otani playing against, well, in a game over the overnight, we had okay. a dentist hit a, a game-winning home run. I did hear that. Against and, China. Was he actually a dentist or is that just his nickname? No, I think he's actually a dentist. Well, then, in that case,
0: he hit that one square in the teeth. Like, uh, that was the... the pretty cool that's the part of the cool thing about the wbc is some some teams are are literally sending guys with day jobs uh that's gonna do it for us here on the tim donnelly show again the breaking news i wish we had more time to talk about it uh the bears are trading the number one overall pick to carolina for the nine pick the 61st pick in this draft the first their first round pick in 2024 and their second round pick in 2025 and wide receiver dj moore that's a deal right there I'm sure we'll still be talking about it on Monday. Uh, So catch the Tim Donnelly Show on Monday beginning at 3. Catch the 757 at 6. Coming up next, we're taking the show on the road. Ah, good. I just got some hand signals. Had to figure out what they meant from Robbie through the glass. Uh, On Monday, we will be at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Uh, We're on the road all week leading up to the NCAA tournament. So if you want to talk about that number one pick trade in person with us, come out to Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake for the Tim Donnelly Show on Monday. 757 at six is coming up right after this and most importantly thank you to larry king law if you're ever injured in an accident give us a call 757 J U R E D. and i think we have to say it carolina panthers are today's top shot they just traded for the number one overall pick if you want to be a top shot check out freedom shooting center the premier shooting range and gun store in hampton roads thank you to larry king law for presenting the show we'll be back on monday for more tim donnelly show 757 at six coming up next